Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. What's up, everybody? Welcome to an extra episode of Shooters Gotta Shoot. I am your co-host, Erica Spera. And I'm Molly Demilier. And we uh, have not really a relationship dating episode, I guess, <laughs> per se. Um, but uh, we have a hot update that Molly has been confirmed for the coronavirus. Yes, which I have. We did assume you had uh, because you had a fever for a few days and felt worse day four. Yep. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, I'm just going to be like a question asker in this. Okay. I've been, I guess, keeping up with the news as much as anybody else. And you've really been in the trenches of it here. Yeah, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Which, thank you, by the way. Yeah, you know. What are we going to do? We're work <laughs> And um, don't worry, everybody. Molly is <laughs> more than six feet away from me. I got a very long recording cord. <laughs> I'm basically in the hallway and she's in her room. <laughs> so... Sorry if this episode's a little more loud than usual. I'm kind of yelling that Molly can hear me <laughs> as well as get recorded. Um, I think it's working okay. Anyway, um, yeah, Molly, I don't know. What do you want to give as an update up top? How are you, how are you feeling? Uh, I mean, I'm feeling g- good, I guess. <laughs> uh, you know, like um, emotionally, a lot of people have checked in on like my mental health with all of this. Um just because it is so scary with everything in the news right now. So on that front, I'm I'm good. I'm optimistic. I am definitely in the very low risk category. So for anyone who really hasn't been keeping up, I am to- going to be totally fine. Um, right now, I really just have to treat it like the flu. And if the respiratory symptoms get worse, that's when I might be at risk for like a, a pneumonia or something, but other than that, that's probably the most severe that this could get for me, and that's also like not a very good chance. So, as far as all that, I'm I'm feeling good. You are okay, but yeah. we are not making light of the virus. No, definitely not. It is very very serious and easy to contract. I have absolutely no idea where I could have gotten it from. Um, and they did tell me that I I have a mild case of it, so. Um, mm, okay. I have had like 103 fever for four or five days now and I'm starting to like get more of a cough and, um, I've just been in like a lot of body pains and aches that have like made it hard to sleep. Um, so it's really, really uncomfortable and that's just a mild case for someone who like me, I'm pretty healthy. So just imagine like someone who's older, like might have like a pre, uh, disposition that might make it harder to breathe this would be really really difficult well i would assume it's it's almost like a, a more common thing people know about is like the measles right isn't that something like as an old person if you get it's like excruciatingly worse and can almost kill you uh i think so um but this specifically is most related to sars actually i was doing a lot of reading on it because a lot of people have been relating it to the flu and even saying it is a flu and i my I myself I was saying that I was like oh it's just like a flu yeah um that we don't have a a vaccination for now and that's actually not true it 
kind of comes on like the flu and a lot of the symptoms are similar to the flu but it is actually in the SARS family which attacks your respiratory system but I think that's also why essentially people weren't taking it as seriously yeah up top was like a lot of people would have a sickness but didn't realize it was corona there's there's many people my manager actually is one of them she was very sick in like February for two Mm -hmm. weeks but the first week wasn't so much the respiratory and stuff but she had bronchitis before Mm. so she did go get checked out to be like listen i just want to make sure i don't get bronchitis again yeah and they were like you don't have bronchitis you're fine but then that week two she said is worse and that's when she had all the body aches and she was coughing like nonstop. yeah through the night and had like more of like fluids and phlegm and stuff like that that's what i'm nervous for because i've had bronchitis where i used to get it in high school all the time and it feels like that type of bronchitis cough and like tightness in your chest yeah and that like that type of fluid and so i'm kind of hopefully through the fever phase this is like my first probably like 15 hours without a fever in the last few days um so i'm feeling good on that front but i am starting to get more of like the respiratory symptoms and body pains which yeah that was last night you said you woke up middle of the night your hips were hurting you yeah oh my god my hips hurt so bad um (laughs) like my hips and knees which so i first when it came on my knees hurt so bad especially my right one Mm. but i didn't think anything of it this was the night before everything hit um and i didn't think that much of it because i knew it was gonna rain the next day and i have bad arthritis in that knee so i thought that's what it was isn't that an old wives tale i don't raining the next it day? happens like or is it like is it really humid the day before it rains when it's really cold and rainy like my knee hurts that i, have I mean i've heard several in. people say this but yeah. i just i i don't i don't think there's anything to like prove it but i was just like oh gonna rain tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> well, no. i was like i come from a sicilian family there's a lot of weird stereotypes <laughs> or no superstitions we have <laughs> Nope. Like, you can't give people knives as gifts and stuff. So I just, <laughs> I was like, I just assumed it was maybe a Sicilian or Irish thing for you. I don't know. Yeah. Is that an Irish? Um... I don't know. So, yeah, I just ignored it for my arthritis. But I have noticed that, like, right now, that's where the majority of the pain is. It's, like, in mm, okay. um, my more arthritic places. My hips also tend to get really tight because, um, I mean, just fun fact about the body, like, muscles work in cross sections and because my knees are weak sometimes it puts like a lot of um stress on my hips to yeah, try and that's like, like i'll have lower back problems because my hamstrings are tight yeah yeah, it's, yeah we're all connected yes everything's connected yes i yes. mean that's even why like um my dad and my brother had to take anatomy and dental school because they're basically taught like if there's a slight problem in your mouth it's probably coming from somewhere else mm-hmm. or vice versa type mm-hmm. thing um Hmm. let's see has there been any like specific questions people have been asking you or want to know other than i guess your symptoms um a lot of people are wondering how i got tested um because especially in new york city there's a shortage of tests and i know that a lot of people are actually being turned away or like kind of advised not to get tests if they are you know of like a certain age range or not showing certain symptoms or showing ones and not others that type of thing so i think more than anything i was just really fortunate to have one gone to the doctor when i did um like we i think we said my symptoms hit overnight so it was tuesday morning a little before 5 a.m i woke up and like knew that i had a problem and i got to the doctor right when it opened at seven so i think i was just really lucky Mm -hmm. um because also so 
being like the first one there i was basically the first patient that they saw that day yeah and the doctor that i saw was happened to be the same one who treated me for the flu a few months ago Mm. and so he was like aware of all my symptoms and like how sick i had been and that this was like a little bit different and my flu test came back negative um so he was like you know what i'm just gonna you know do this um we basically like we have the test and we're gonna figure it out when we get there and he was like they'll call you in four to seven days if it's positive Mm. so that's a big waiting game of yeah you know like there is a patient portal so i was like logging on all the time to see if like something had been posted because also if it came back negative no one was going to call me because they have Uh, so many like tests and stuff and then i was actually taking a nap yesterday and my phone started ringing and it came up as like probably spam and i was like probably not (laughs) (laughs) i was like shit um and corona was calling yeah uh and i actually like missed it because i was sleeping i like woke up on the last ring and then i had to like go through the whole thing and then they had to like transfer me a few times because you could tell like every person who opened my file was just like really uncomfortable yeah (laughs) and they were like oh i'm gonna transfer you to uh so-and-so to talk about this and i was like jesus yeah i know (laughs) oh man um yeah so i think as far as like getting tests everything that i've like read and been told by doctors is the most severe part of this uh virus right now is the respiratory part and so they're really advising people that if that is one of your main symptoms as far as like a cough chest congestion and difficulty breathing like i think those are the ones they want to prioritize for the test yeah that's go to the er Yeah, yeah and as of right now i just have to treat everything like the flu unless the like respiratory things change and then i have to go to the er Mm -hmm. but i think um if that's one of your symptoms definitely like prioritize that and talking to your doctor and like let them know because that's one of the things that i did i was like sir like you know i had the flu and like it's basically all the same plus this and i didn't even throw out corona like he knew that's kind of what i was implying i was like plus these things which i hear is like not good yeah and um well even the other thing is you already had the flu yeah so he because he tested you first for the flu yeah right yeah and it wasn't that so it's like okay yeah well so the flu is interesting this year too because there's four active strains Mm -hmm. so it is possible to get another one right which i wasn't sure if that's what was happening and i don't know the other symptoms for the flu and like obviously i'm not a doctor so and they didn't prescribe you tamiflu or anything yeah whether it was the flu or not yeah he gave me tamiflu oh you did Um, so you've been taking that they told me i could stop now since yesterday and i was uh i think i had two pills left and i was still running a fever so i was like okay Mm -hmm. like it wasn't really doing anything i think tylenol was doing the most for me yeah um and as far as like because you're not supposed to have advil right it said uh everything i read said to avoid advil and ibuprofen Mm -hmm. for corona so i've been taking tylenol um which has been helping and a couple of the nights i took nyquil um obviously if my cough gets worse i'll probably do more of that and i also decided to stop taking the tamiflu so i was like probably isn't great to have all those in my stomach yeah um because my stomach was starting to get a little thrown off with um not having like a ton to eat Mm -hmm. um so i was also just trying to like clear it up down there right (laughs) 
So he tested you for flu, it was negative. <clears throat> so mm-hmm. then he did give you a corona test, which I don't think we realize the magnitude of like how rare they are. Because that's right. the number one thing everyone asked me. They were like, did she get tested? And I was like, they did. And then they were like, where did she get a test? Yeah. And I was like, well, she went to the same, she had the same doctor she had when she got the flu. And I yeah. think that was kind of a, it was, I mean, really luck. Yeah. Because most people would look at you and go, okay, well, you are probably fine if right. you do have it. So don't contact us with this. Yeah. Or if you have the um, respiratory problems, then go to an ER. Yeah. And even at that point, my respiratory part wasn't as bad. I just felt it coming on. Yeah. And so that's why I felt like I needed to mention it. Um, and just because. Oh, no. Keep going. Uh, I just felt like everything was pretty much on par with when I had the flu this year. Mm, okay. Well, the other thing we said early on in the app was... um. You know, you're like, I'm young and I'm healthy. Mm-hmm. But I have seen a couple stories circulate of other young and healthy people that do end up still getting admitted to the ER. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, of the spring breakers on break, like, well, if I get it, I get it. I'm fine. It's like the big thing is it, you can be contagious and technically have it. It'd be spreading mm-hmm. it to other people that are that wouldn't be fine. Yeah. Even people that, quote, are young like us. Like, yeah. I saw some story. I think it's someone in Buffalo was like in the ER and he's like 33. There's some story that's circulating around. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, and that person was young and healthy. Because I was wondering if you found any research because you specifically are also a big runner. Mm-hmm. So like you have, I guess, a higher stamina or maybe your lungs are technically a little bit healthier than other people's. Mm-hmm. But I was wondering if that really has any effect with the virus or it's more just like you said before you have a mild case you know um i haven't found any research in that way um but i I mean i haven't either but i mean i wouldn't be shocked if like once this is all over and there's more time to like do studies and all that type of stuff if like something like that might come out um i will say though that i went for a long run on sunday and it was a little cold and I, I felt like a little like pain in my chest, but I felt like it was um, just from like the cold um, mm-hmm. and it was long. Like I went for, I think it was like eight or nine. So, and I hadn't done that in a while. So I just kind of like thought that's what it was. But I would say for runners to be paying a bit more attention to your body, because I think if I had been paying a little bit more attention, then maybe I wouldn't have gone as far and like exhausted my body and like knowing that monday was the last day in the gym i put in like a really hard workout another hard run a good lift because i was like oh this is my last one i made a joke that like prison workouts are coming um (laughs) and then i like dropped that night so i think i definitely like pushed myself too far um and it's just i mean the thing that's hard right is people are going stir crazy a little bit yeah i did I mean, I'm not going stir crazy, but I was like, it did a little like in my room workout, Mm -hmm. but I've been cautious of like, okay, I want to like be physically active just for some endorphins and whatnot. Yeah. It's like, I'm just in my room all day now (laughs) because I also shouldn't go anywhere. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Which is fine. not blaming you or anything. Um, (laughs) This was my plan. (laughs) But you know, there's plenty of good like 20 minute things of just like doing some push-ups, doing some, you know, planks and, Mm -hmm. you know, basically plyo exercises you can do. And, um, but it's a weird thing that immediately I had a lot of people being like, uh, intensive workouts then actually put you at more of a risk immunity wise it like lowers your immunity yeah so they were basically being like hey, you shouldn't be going outside for like a long run um, yeah but it's it's hard just because it's like a lot of people you know you're in more of a house or have a backyard situation so you can at least go and like read a book outside or like 
get a little vitamin D. So New York, it's a little harder. And mm-hmm. I've felt that of like when I've just gone on a little walk that like so many people are out. Yeah. And, you know, the thing that actually scares me is I'll see old people out just for a walk. And I'm yeah. like, I get it because you're like in your apartment. But yeah. you really are not the person that should be out walking around. Really, none of us should be. But yeah. And it kind of feels like the quicker that we can all get to that as a society and like get to that understanding the quicker we can flatten the curve and this will all be over um right you know because if we all keep saying like oh maybe i can go out for a little bit like it's a nice day like we'll stay yeah it's like that's not helping or yeah you know? or also people look at it like highly densely populated areas like new york mm-hmm. like they're like oh new york city because it's a germ fest and it's like everywhere's a germ fest right people touch things everywhere or yeah. don't know they have it and how many people do we know in new york alone that have like gone somewhere else it's like new york city germs are everywhere now yeah yeah people were so like i'm gonna take this last city. minute flight home yeah to be with my family it's like well actually hold your parents you shouldn't yeah go anywhere yeah go absolutely nowhere so it's 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 very hard to be in a time of crisis and, and you want to be with like the people you love and stuff mm-hmm. but you can't yeah like um i actually saw on instagram it was very i'm not on instagram i saw on twitter it's a very sweet thing of this girl got back from italy right when this corona thing hit italy mm-hmm. and so she was mandatory quarantine in her room for like four, 14 days mm-hmm. um and she wasn't showing symptoms or anything but they just were like you know for her parents sake and her parents like they would open the door and they had a little tv tray across like the hallway so she could and they would like bring her her food but they would sit and eat dinner and like for every meal they like ate with her in a weird way i was like that's that's so so sweet sweet. um yeah but you know it's it's really hard i mean since it's all hit my parents kept asking me um if i would go home or they're still in florida right now so if i would go down and stay with them for a little bit because uh my uh work our office shut down we were all working remotely um and i was very adamant i was like no like it doesn't make sense to bring my germs to you because my parents are older they're in their 60s so yeah or you you could have been i mean you have symptoms and have it right you were essentially assuming i essentially have it too and i'm just the asymptomatic having it right because i was around you so much yeah so it's like you could have been what i am right now right because that was my mom was bugging me monday of like oh would you want to come home and i was like well i really shouldn't yeah i was like because i've been in new york and then yeah. the next morning you woke up with a fever and i'm like imagine if i drove home and then yes. it was like mommy has a fever it's like okay then what do i drive back here right like what yeah <laughs> what's there's no direct answer anyway, no sorry, yeah no so i was just so glad that i stayed where i was you know because now they they can't get sick but I mean, when I called my mom and told her the results, she cried because she's just everyone's so scared. And there's a lot of anxiety around coronavirus right now. Right. And it's more real where we are in New York a little bit more. Yeah. Well, New York as a state because they're calling things for the whole state. Yeah. To shut down like the gyms and like and there's a lot of places that that hasn't happened yet. Yeah. Um, And one of those places is Florida, where my parents currently are right now. And so um I think for me to get it was like a big like eye opener for them and uh, everything that I was telling them was definitely like an eye opener and they obviously like stay up specifically on New York news um and but they were like really really upset and obviously like to just not be around the people and I think that's the hardest thing about coronavirus is the distancing that you have to put in yeah you know any other like national emergency what do you do is you like flock to your loved ones any other like thing that happens and this is like 
okay like if you love me you have to stay away otherwise this is gonna get yeah way worse mm-hmm. um so that's just been a really like hard part of every conversation of like we'll be there if you need in a second it's like no you can't like, like, uh, actually please. if i was in the hospital they wouldn't let you in yeah you know yeah. that's uh i've seen you know all the viral things of um <laughs> people that would visit their loved ones in nursing homes mm-hmm. like daily or yeah. weekly and they literally like wave from outside yeah because no one's allowed in or out because they're the most at risk yeah so i mean it's just it is sad but it's also um i mean it's real to people i guess that are in areas that at least know us that it's not crazy yet yeah but like binghamton is pretty much kind of shut down norwich has kind of shut down mm-hmm. on basic levels partly just because they're in new york state mm-hmm. but it's would you say norwich has one confirmed case right now that's what i've heard is that norwich has one yeah yeah and so binghamton i know has a couple yeah and it's like once that happens suddenly people go oh shit and it's like yeah yeah it's around <laughs> yeah but i think really like what opened people's eyes was that i put it on social media yeah um, true uh, that too um because i hadn't seen anything from anyone else from norwich who had it and put it out there and right. that was one of the big reasons that i chose to do that is because one, I had a lot of people reach out to me and ask questions about my symptoms because, I mean, I did make a joke earlier that allergy season is about to get confusing, but like yeah. it is about to get really confusing. True. And a lot of people are like, I don't want to go to the doctor unnecessarily, like if it is just allergies or like if I'm, you know, so basically what's happening and have asked me like to compare symptoms. and I've just openly had those conversations and a lot of other people have reached out and said like, hey, thank you for posting this. Like this makes it real because like before it was like oh you just hear about this one person in buffalo or like these people in california like new york city's on fire and it Mm -hmm. it's not real until you know someone who has it and so i think kind of like herpes eh? yeah (laughs) (laughs) you're like yeah only whores get those and then you're like oh erica spears got it actually so (laughs) just like it (laughs) just like herpes which can i throw this in yeah i did a poll on twitter that bombed (laughs) not in my favor and i was pretty fucking pissed but it was actually before this all really hit really was lockdowns and shutdowns like it was kind of like okay you know be cautious wash your hands was all anyone was saying and you know i said what would you rather have and i put coronavirus or herpes and um 20 voted herpes so well just want you all to know herpes will not kill you and you don't have to stay away from people 80 percent said coronavirus and I also was like, I mean, a lot of comedians follow me, so they might just be like, oh, ha, ha. and it's like, yeah. oh, ha, ha, ha. really? <laughs> that could kill people. Yeah. Herpes is not killing anybody. No. Okay? No. Herpes ain't If anything, I might have a better shot getting out there now after this epidemic. Yeah. <laughs> I might be like, Corona was crazy. Yeah. Let me tell you, maybe, maybe happy I only got herpes, you know? <laughs> I had to text a dude that I got this or that I was being tested. Oh, uh, well, that's, that's very kind of you. It's responsible. <clears throat> I, I try to be but it kind of felt like an std conversation yeah because you're like <laughs> i just found out i kind of have this thing you might have it yeah i was like i'm waiting on test results <laughs> <laughs> we're, again we're not mocking the severity of corona but yeah basically yeah. I know what it's like to be me <laughs> yeah <laughs> so mine's before but you know yeah. it's a, it's not an easy conversation it went well though well i just i remember joe list had that tweet we put on the um shooters gotta shoot instagram which is shooters gotta shoot pod by the way if you want to follow for some fun things to get you through the corona epidemic um, oh yeah he said uh people with herpes should be immune to coronavirus <laughs> and i'm kind of sitting here being like what if that's it molly that's why i don't have it and you have it <laughs> it's a gift from god you know <laughs> it's real real it's gift like over here. he's like well she's already got to tell people about that that's gonna be it is a virus. 
right herpes um it's a skin disease technically oh. it's 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 funny that it counts in the sti std category mm-hmm. but it's not transmitted the way all other stis are transmitted weird so it's like well it's weird it, it, it weirdly <laughs> is because you just more often get it from sex but but not it's always. actually a skin condition yeah yeah so weird who knows huh. buddy well i mean the one thing we don't know about the corona yet um is if you basically already have it if you can get it again yeah um type of thing oh shit why is siri stop tuning in <laughs> the robots are listening no they're listening um yeah we don't know that we also don't really know what's about to happen i've tried to do a lot of research and kind of are coming up not with a lot of info so we'll try and like share with you guys as it happens but some things have said the second week is the worst and i might be in for <laughs> a rough haul yeah um we've all heard second week is the worst yeah. or when you really <clears throat> extra have to monitor your breathing yeah um and i can kind of feel the cough settling in so we um we'll see we'll keep you guys posted um uh, if anyone has questions obviously reach out um yeah, we'll do another update for Thursday. Yeah, for sure. Um, well, if Molly doesn't feel like right, it'll be me giving the update for Molly, <laughs> or we will tag team again from the hallway. Yeah. But um, I don't know. I think that's pretty much it for this app. Yeah, and just uh, thank you again to everyone who's reached out. Um, it's really just been so sweet to have so much support and know that so many people are here. I mean, I've had friends offer to drop food off at the door and run away. <laughs> Oh, well, that's actually very nice because now we are not supposed to go anywhere. So. Yeah. And um, I've even had friends. I haven't told you this yet, Erica, but ones in the neighborhood offer to like tap in for you and like give you some relief, <laughs> which like they can't come in. But yeah, I was like, yeah. what do you mean tap in? You yeah. can't come in here yeah. and I can't go out there. Um, yeah. And <laughs> they're like, Erica, I'll wave to you from your window, too. Oh, <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs> it's so nice of you. <laughs> no, but just so many people. Just being like errands yeah yeah that's nice um just really really sweet so thank you and i mean they also could join the patreon they want to join the patreon yeah join the patreon yeah, patreon.com slash shooters gotta shoot um <laughs> you know also because i can't well even before you were infected i can't essentially work right yeah now. so now the pod is your girl's income so. yeah anyway um and that goes for so so many places around that yeah. I mean, businesses are closing, guys. So I know a lot of people are buying gift cards and making donations to different things. So if you have a little bit extra, this is the time to be philanthropic. It's something- Especially because you're not spending as much money at your home. Yeah. you should be home. Yeah. It's something I'm really trying to do. If you need um, kind of like a good role model for it, Corinne Fisher, I don't think there's a better person to watch than the yeah. stuff that she does. And if it'll inspire you, for sure. Um yeah, Chris is down ass bitch. Yeah. So if you if you have a few extra bucks to toss somewhere, this yeah, is the time to uh, do it. I feel like especially if you're in New York, a lot of bars have started a GoFundMe that's just for the staff. Yeah. It's just for basically <laughs> the bartenders and anyone that works for tips and the dishwashers, everything. Um like I host a show at the stand, so the stand has one. You want to yeah. throw some money in. Um but basically whatever your favorite spot to go to is, there's a way you probably could support it. Yeah. Um but even more importantly, when you see places that you like to go doing things like giving free food to hospitals to feed the staff and stuff like that. That's especially someone you want to, you want to yeah. back. Yeah, and, absolutely. Uh, this, out. uh, th- the sickness is bad, um, as someone who has it, but I know that 
you know, I'm probably one of the luckier ones in, or not probably, I'm definitely one of the luckier ones in this situation. And we're going to be feeling the effects of coronavirus for a long, long time. Um, economically. Yeah. Um, I'm already planning my FaceTime birthday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> May uh, 6th. Woo. <laughs> Tune in. <laughs> uh, but yeah. So, um, all right. Well, thanks guys. All right. Love you all. And, uh, stay safe out there. Bye. Staying home. Bye. All right. Bye.